What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan Podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan today and right now I'm just chilling in the van. Uh, I'm parked up at my aunt's house because uh, uh, it's been a, a it's been a week, that's for sure. Uh, I've had to get some work done on the van. And, uh, you know, the, the this whole situation, um, it appeared to be bad. It looked, you know, not fun. It looked like something that should make me pissed off. It looked, you know, it, not fun. It didn't to my senses it appeared as if it was an obstacle or a struggle uh which in a sense you know it kind of was but uh i don't know this week has definitely been a i've learned a lot and i feel that i've you know uh, learned how to master myself even more uh which you know, th- this is what I really believe the uh, the art of manifestation is. It's really just uh, self-mastery and self-discipline. And uh, I definitely grew a lot this week. Uh, so I'll, I'll dive into what my week has looked like, I guess. Um, so last week, Saturday, I had to... Uh, I think I think I talked about this on my last podcast that Saturday I went golfing had a grand old time blah 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 um but I ended up after all that I I went over to my aunt's house to uh have a water pump changed out on on my van and uh you know I was expecting it to be a quick thing but I noticed that at the back of my mind there was this this trust in what I didn't want. Basically, I I assumed that something I don't know what would go wrong. Uh mostly because I was supposed to go through this other guy to get this done, but um you know, things didn't work out. Uh and I had to go through someone else who I, you know, I didn't really know where I stood with him, I guess. Uh, I didn't really trust him that much, but I wanted it done. And so I, I said, okay, dude, uh, you can, you can do this. And, uh, so basically dude changed out the water pump and I, it, it started leaking fluid everywhere like everywhere um and then so we did it again and i think we had to replace the the gasket on it or something like that uh got that all patched up and then i i started driving around and my van was overheating still and the funny thing is i knew as i was driving down the road i was happy to be driving but there was just this feeling that something is going wrong. You know, something ain't right. 
And I know nothing, like, before this experience, I know nothing about cars at all. Like, I had no idea even what a water pump looked like. Um, and so, you know, it, it's just funny that, you know, I I knew before I had evidence, uh, even without knowing a damn thing about cars. Um, and so I took it back, and uh, it, it, was, it was crazy, man, because... I parked my van Saturday, and it's Friday right now, and the water pump just got finished today. But anyway, uh, so this whole time has been a very, it's been a challenge. It's been a, an experience, that's for sure. And there were a lot of times where I caught myself just, you know, I wanted to to be mad i wanted to be angry i wanted to be uh frustrated but i realized that none of those things would really get me anywhere you know it, it wouldn't if i started getting mad you know maybe the dude would have just left and i wouldn't i wouldn't know what to do uh even though i i watched some youtube videos and now i know i can do that by myself um, but, you know, there, it, it was almost as if I was being tested on my patience and my, my trust and my, you know, intuition, it felt like, uh, because there were, there were a few times where I just had a hunch that, oh, maybe this hose right here should be connected differently or something. And, you know, it, it was true. Uh, and it was all because I, I trusted, I trusted myself. Um, but you know, I caught myself, you know, not trusting this, this other person, uh, which is totally fine. You know, I feel that, you know, there's, there's no real need to, to trust anybody until, you know, you have a reason to, but at the same time, I, I know that trust is the foundation of, of everything. Um, you know, you trust that you're listening to this right now, and so you are. Uh, you believe it. And, you know, I caught myself seeing this person that was working on, on my van. I started to see them in a negative light, and I said, hold up. You know, it, I don't know this man. You know, I know him. I know of him, but I don't know him. I don't know what state of mind he's in. I don't know what uh, he's been through. I, I don't know anything about him, really, uh, other than what I've assumed to be true of him. And, uh, you know, I, I realized that the character that I thought I was seeing was, you know, my perception of this this person is is my own creation you know i anything that i see in him really is just something that i found in myself that i projected out to him you know uh my own perception you know gave the form substance in my world uh and so I realized that, you know, I was creating this, this negative character. And at some point, 
I acted on that that belief that this this person was sucky or not good and I, I caught myself getting shitty with them and I realized you know that's not going to help anything it's not going to aid any of us in any way um and so you know I I saw it for what it was I saw the whole situation uh as you know this guy he was it's so weird guys it's so weird because um you know right before all this happened I had this just this urge to learn about my car you know learn learn about all the 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 puzzle pieces that make this thing go so that you know I can I can do things myself if need be um and you know I it, while it was happening you know it like I said it appeared to be an awful shitty sucky situation but at the back of it all I think it was just a fulfilled desire. You know, I wanted to learn about about my car and I did. I learned so much and I learned so much about self-reliance and you know, I I feel that I'm so much more confident in my own ability to do things because of this experience. Um and I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, you know, you cannot control, no matter how hard you try, you cannot control outside circumstances. They are, you know, they, they just are, and there is nothing you can do about it. Uh, and, and I find that, you know, resisting what is happening external to you is really just you're causing uh, suffering inside. And that is totally optional. It's totally optional once you understand that, uh, you know, all that you behold, although it appears without, it is within, in your own wonderful human imagination. Um, you know, all the, all the thing, all of the feelings and everything that's what I was really beholding. You know, the, the external objects really had nothing to do with my experience. It was all feelings and emotions and thoughts. Uh, you know, those were really what created that experience. Um, and so what I'm trying to get at here is that it doesn't, it doesn't matter what's happening in in your in the world. All that matters is how you how you see things, how you uh, paint the world with your imagination. Uh, you know, I I started to see what I wanted to see instead. I saw opportunities for learning. I saw opportunities for growth. I saw. Uh, you know, I I saw a, a good person that was helping me learn. You know, even though even though it took a while and you know the job could have I could have gone to a shop and been in and out in a day, but 
you know, I, I feel that I, I learned so much, and this was just the, the express image of these, uh, things that were inside of me, I guess, uh, the urge and desire to learn about my vehicle, um, so basically, you know, I switched the focus, I switched the focus from what I, what I don't want, which was, you know, waiting for my van to get fixed, I stopped focusing on how long it was taking, uh, you know, being parked and not being able to drive, you know, I, I pretty much, uh, put myself in a state of mind where I'm still driving, like, I'm still able to drive, you know, I, I pretty much blocked out entirely what the world was giving me, and I, I gave to myself, I gave to myself in my imagination, um, and I found, I find this to just be so powerful and so practical too, you know, we do it all day, every day, even if we don't know it, um, you know, at, at this point, I'm seeing that the things in my mind are even more real than the things that appear outside of me. Um, because A, those things in your mind, they're always there. As soon as you become aware of it, it's there. Uh, and it, it is forever. You know, from now until the end of the uh, end of time, you know, let's say a my van, for example, we'll just use my van Uh, from now until the end of time. The the thought of my van exists forever and ever and ever, even if no one's thinking about it, the thought is still there and you can still think about it. And so I'm realizing that you know, the, the true reality of everything is within, in your imagination. Uh, these, these things are, and they are forever and ever and ever. Uh, and and it's just a, an awesome realization, you know, um, and, and I, I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it so much lately that, you know, where I am in my imagination, there I will be in this body as well. Uh, and it's just, it's beautiful. But, uh, you know, I I learned a lot about discipline through this as well. Just, you know, self-discipline. Uh, I've, I've began to train myself to hear what I want to hear and see what I want to see and feel how I want to feel. And it takes discipline. It really does. You know, you got to really know what you want and you have to stick to it. Um, And so let's say, let's say I, uh, I wanted to express intelligence. Um, So basically my my process here is uh, well okay let's say let let's start with this uh so basically if we look at you know i i believe this is a law of physics uh that every 
action has an equal and opposite reaction. Um, and so if that is true, then every impression has an equal and opposite expression. And so if we go within our minds, you know, we can impress ourselves. Uh, we can make an impression upon our consciousness, uh, which is basically where you you accept it. You accept it as a fact. Uh, it, you accept that, that thing as reality. Um, and so let's say... Let's say I want to express intelligence. Uh, you know, my process is to go within. Within myself and see... Not with my physical eyes, but with my my mind's eye. Uh, see the world how I would see it if it were true that I was now the intelligent person that I'd like to be. How How would... I see other people, and how would they see me? Um, so, you know, I might I might imagine a scene. Uh, so basically, you know, you want, to, you want to see something that would imply that you are that which you'd like to be. And so if I want to express intelligence, uh, I go within my mind's eye, and I'll see... Let's, let's just do an example. I'll see a scene in my mind of somebody or or maybe I'm off in a room or something and there's two other people talking about how smart I am and how they just don't understand how I can be so smart uh you know that if I were to if that were a true event if I saw that that would imply that I am intelligent um, and so basically what you're trying to do there is impress yourself with that. Make yourself feel as though it is true. Um, and how do you know when you've been impressed by, by a suggestion? Like, I am intelligent. Uh, you know, it's, I, I've come to realize it's through feeling you know, through, I guess you would say emotional response. Um, and, and through this, you know, I, I've noticed that an impression goes, uh, something reaches your consciousness. Something reaches the thing called you in consciousness, your awareness. Um, and if you, if it, if it reflects your, your beliefs about yourself, you will get an emotional response, which will cause a, I've noticed that it will cause a feeling in the body. Uh, you know, you may be more relaxed, you may get a, a, a euphoria through your body, you may get a smile, or you may walk taller, or hold your head higher, um, and at that moment, you are expressing that which you have impressed upon yourself, um, 
your 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 spirit is manifesting itself into physical reality at that moment um and and it's amazing it's really that simple uh the key is to remain persistent in your assumption that you are already what you want to be um and so you know if if you want to let's say again express intelligence in this world um you know you would you can't just do that once and go back to feeling stupid and expect to express intelligence um you know basically you will never express anything in this world that you are not conscious of being and so so at that moment that i genuinely am entertained by that imaginal activity of let's say the people uh talking about how smart i am uh when i feel that to be true i'm expressing it in that moment i'm already intelligent uh but the next moment you know something pulls my attention away and i go back to feeling stupid you know at that moment i'm expressing stupidity and i will continue to do that until i shift my state of consciousness to the one that i would have if i were intelligent um and it's fun it is so fun and it's so easy um you know you you pretty much feel yourself to be that which you'd like to be in consciousness you know you don't have to do anything externally because the thing is when you express it when you are feeling it you are expressing it you know your feelings are the only thing that's really being expressed by you you know, people can tell when you're sad. You get external confirmation when you agree with the affirmation, I am sad. And you get an emotional response. And then it causes a physical change in the body. You know, you may frown. Your eye, eyes might droop down. You might slouch when you walk. You know, your feelings are made visible. Um, and it's... It's beautiful. Uh, and it, it's fun. You know, I... And the key here is to really understand that... You know... Uh, like, the I am is you. And the I am is what gives life to things. And so, basically, think of it like this. There's the concept of of sadness when the i am and sad join together as one when you when you feel yourself to be that concept of sad you you the i am enters into that concept of being uh and, and it gives life to that sadness aka it 
it gives expression to that that state of consciousness. Uh, and if the I am was not in that state, you know, if you were happy and you felt happy, you would express nothing but happiness. Um, because you are in that state. And, and so basically, you know, wherever the I am is not, uh, those, those states are, are dead. You know, they, they still, they're still there, but think of the I am in you as the resurrecting power of these, these infinite amounts of states of consciousness that exist in you at all times. You can express any one of these. All you have to do is enter the state simply by asking the question, what would it be like if it were true? And, and sort of, it's almost as if you're pretending to be that thing, but you forget that you're pretending. You, you, it's literally like you, you jump into that state of mind and forget that there was anything else that any other state of mind you know you you act as though this is your normal state of consciousness uh you become one with it you live in it you live in that state um and just naturally it is expressed because you are it you are that already. Uh, and so what else is there to do other than go about your life uh, expressing what you're conscious of being? Um, and, you know, that's why the I am is equated with God in the Bible. Uh, and that's literally what the resurrection means uh it, it just means the I am passing through a state of consciousness, bringing the dead to life. Uh, you know, just think right now, if you're sad, uh, that state of consciousness is made alive uh, because you are in it. Um, you are not the state. You are the I am that occupies the state. And when you are in it, uh it's given life. Uh, but as soon as you feel happy, like genuinely you feel happy, uh, that sadness, it's still there, yet you are not aware of being it, and therefore it's dead. It is. It has no reality in itself other than when you are in it. Uh, and, and this is a very mind-bending uh, revelation, I guess. Uh, you know, it makes you feel so free. You know, it makes you feel that you truly can be anything. You are everything already. Um, you're just this infinite being uh, experiencing limitation, really. Um, and it's it's amazing. And... You know, through these, these, this realization of, uh, you know, before I can be anything, I have to become conscious of being that. 
Uh, and, you know, this is what's meant... <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. Um, this is what's meant in the uh, Bible when uh, it says something along the lines of, uh, before Abraham was I am. Uh, so, basically, Abraham... Is, is not a real person. It's a a uh, state of consciousness. It's a, an awareness of being man. Um, and so basically, before being aware of being man, you had to be aware of being. Uh, you know, the I am precedes all conditions. Um, and so before you and I were all human... Before we were conscious of being human, we were. Uh, and that that essential being uh, that we are, which is the I am, uh, is not dependent on any, any conditions uh, to be. It simply is. Uh, and what this I am conceives of itself to be uh, is what it brings into expression. Um, and so, you know, you can kind of think of, you know, the I am as God, and then, uh, all of these infinite states of consciousness, this is, it's, it's heaven. Um, you know, your mind, this is, again, the Bible says the kingdom of heaven is within you. And it is, and it's just infinite states of consciousness that you can occupy Right now, they're all there for you. <coughs> um, <coughs> and so you can you can think of it as a, you know, all all things that are in this world are what has been agreed upon between heaven and earth. Uh, and, and you can kind of. You know, like I was saying earlier, as you as you receive an impression upon your consciousness, um, the first manifestation of that is in the body. Uh, you know, you can think of this body, this physical stuff as as earth, and the the things that the human eye cannot see, which is your imagination. Uh, those things that only you can see that no one else does. Uh, that's heaven. And so when you agree with something in heaven, uh, you know, when your I am, when your consciousness accepts, uh, you know, like the example with the people talking about how intelligent you are, uh, when you can accept that as a reality and you have a feeling, uh, Again, as soon as you have that feeling, that means your consciousness has accepted that suggestion. Uh, it's accepted that that mental, uh, that that invisible reality as real as, as reality. Um, and when you agree upon that in in spirit, I guess uh, it's your body will express it. And so it's almost as if heaven and earth are in constant communication. Uh, and, and what you feel to be true is 
are those agreements made in heaven which will be given to the earth. Uh, I know I'm getting a little... I don't like to call it religious because I don't see it as religion anymore. I just see it as truth uh, embodied in a tale, in a parable. Uh, you know, the whole the whole story of the Bible, it's not something that happened 2,000 years ago. It's an eternal story that takes place within the mind of, of, of men. Uh, it's, it's not secular history. It's not, you know, historically, you know, that's, it's not true in, in the physical sense, but it is true, uh, psychologically. Um, and you know, all those characters in there, they simply symbolize states of consciousness. Uh, Jesus Christ being the, uh, you know, one of the highest, the, the highest states of consciousness, uh, Christ consciousness, uh, unity consciousness, you see the oneness of all things, um, and so, you know, Jesus Christ is, is not a real, you know, flesh and blood human being that lived 2,000 years ago, it's, uh, that's meant to symbolize you in that anointed or enlightened state of consciousness. It's a, you are Jesus Christ. We all are. Um, whether we know it or not. Uh, you simply have to raise yourself to that level. And see things as, you know, through that state of consciousness. Uh, you know, that's, that's what Jesus Christ actually means. But, um, you know, I, I just find more and more truth in this book every time I read it. And, you know, it's, it's not because I see things physically that confirm Scripture. It's because I have experiences within that can be explained by Scripture. Um, and it's it's amazing, you know, it's... It makes me understand that, you know, this this book is truth. Uh, but you just have to, you can't see it as anything human. It's all about the spirit, and the spirit is within you. Uh, there, you know, you won't find your spirit in a, a man standing in front of you named Jesus Christ. Uh you know, that's not where God is. God is the I am of man. God and man are one. Um, and it's it's amazing. You know, it's amazing. I, I've really been seeing the truth of these things lately. Um, you know, I'll give myself compliments throughout the day. And I'll... When people you know, say that they want something or they uh, need something or that they're in a situation that they don't want to be in. Um, I've, I've learned to discipline, you know, my, my senses, I guess. Uh, I, I kind of remove the authority of the senses, I guess, uh, because really, when you when you take thing appearances as truth 
uh, you know, you're letting those things reach your consciousness. Uh, you're letting them make an impression on your awareness of being. Um, and that is, you know, that those states of consciousness are what you express and what is expressed in this world. And so, you know, if, if my friend is like, oh man, I really wish I had some money, you know, immediately I, I remove the uh, reality that he needs money. And I simply see him in my mind's eye and hear him telling me that he has made or that he is financially well now or what's whatever the wish is uh and you know i i don't remember to do it all the time i'm not perfect uh but the times i have done it uh you know it first of all it makes my day a lot better because i simply go on living in the reality where yeah that happened uh i've I've received what I wanted. I heard him say what I wanted him to say. Um, and I go satisfied my, you know, doing my normal daily things. And, uh, and then, you know, next thing, you know, that same person is coming up to you, telling you exactly what you had them tell you in imagination. Um, and at this point, you know, I am 100% convinced that it's it's not coincidence because it's not. It works every single time uh, so long as you persist in your assumption. Um, and I've noticed that most of the time, you know, it, it it's really as simple as just simply... You know, like I said, hearing them say what you want to say and taking that as a fact. You know, how how do you how do you go about your day now? Now that you've just heard this great news. You know, it's you have one less thing to worry about. You see the world a little differently. You feel a little different. Um and, and basically, you know, all all of those I guess, uh, possibilities, you know, because if I didn't do that, if I didn't hear my friend tell me that he had what he wanted, I would continue living in a world where he didn't have what he wanted. Yet, there's also the world where he does have what he wants. But to me, it it's dead. It's not real because I haven't entered into that. Um, and, you know, when, when you truly start to understand this stuff, it's you be you feel unlimited. You feel as though everywhere you go, you have what you need. You have you lack nothing. Um, and of course, you know, you might fall off that sometimes and fall into a, a different state. But the key is to always remember that you are only in a state. And the state only has as much power over you as you allow it to have. Um, and, you know, it really is about owning your 
your states, owning them, not simply looking at them and hoping that they'll change. No, you know, when I'm sad, I fully embrace the fact that I am sad right now. And it's almost as if as soon as I accept that I'm only in a state, it becomes powerless uh, because I'm above the state. I am the one that the state depends on to have its life. You know, I don't depend on the state to exist. I am. That's it. Uh, Anything else after that is simply a state of consciousness. Um, And so, you know, I can easily accept that I'm in a state, accept that I'm upset, and then I ask, Am I imagining what I would like? Am I imagining the world how I would like it to be? Or am I imagining it how I don't want it to be? Uh, And, you know, if I'm in a state of sadness, you know, that would imply that there's something that I feel is missing or something that I feel... Like, I feel incomplete or something along those lines. Um, And and I realize that, you know, states are expressed. My states are expressed. And therefore, uh, you know, does this, does being sad really serve me right now? Uh, Especially when it's over something that no longer is happening. Um. you know, like, say somebody cuts you off in traffic and you get pissed off. Well, why are you still pissed off when you when you get to work 20 minutes later? Uh, it, it doesn't serve you any to hold on to that state, you know. Um, it, it basically, you know, as you do this more and more, uh, it's a lot easier to move in and out of states of consciousness. It's easier to... Uh, move in spirit, I guess you could say. Uh, because, you know, I, I've noticed in my experience that those states of consciousness uh, or moods, I guess you could call them moods, um, those moods that I'm in that seem so, so, so hard to shake off, uh, I've realized that those are simply... It's uh, something that I haven't dealt with or looked at in myself or became aware of. Um, It's things that I have repressed for so long that it feels like it's just a part of who I am and that I can't get rid of it. But again, once you accept that it's only a state, you can start to leave that state. And you may end up returning to it, but the more you accept that it's only a state um, and it has no power over you, it'll be easier. Uh, think of it as kind of, uh, you know, you no energy is created nor destroyed. It's only transmuted. And so think of it as, you know, from the time you were born till now, you know, if you've never really looked in yourself and changed yourself, it, 
you most likely have this big, you know, your energy is purely negative. It's purely uh, angry or sad, you know, because that's how you've been conditioned your whole life. Um, and you never really, you just accepted that as what life is, um, what you are. And, you know, as you start to see that there's other ways, there's other ways to see life, there's other ways to uh, express yourself, you know, you'll start to pay less attention to those states that held you in bondage. You'll start to pay less attention to them because you realize that holding on to them and keeping them alive doesn't really help you that much it doesn't really contribute to your well-being um and so naturally you'll just stop paying so much attention to it and eventually that state of consciousness will return to being dormant and you know it's the same energy yet you simply transformed it into something else uh simply by entertaining and uh yeah by entertaining new states of consciousness um and it's just beautiful uh you know this is uh this is also you know i've been talking about states so much uh it reminds me of another quote from the bible i think it goes uh in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you or something like that. Um, and so, you know, think of the father, you know, it's, it's not, it, it's not a sexual thing. It's not a gender thing. Father simply means, you know, if you think about, if you do think about sexual activity, uh, that's a an act of creation. So there's an impress, impression and an expression. Uh, and the father of the child is what was impressed upon the mother and the mother expressed the child. And the child is the the uh, in the image and likeness of of the father uh, or or the, the parents or whatever. Uh, so when, when it says father in the Bible, it does not mean like a literal dad. It just means the, the creator. It means the impressive energy, uh, that creates all expression. Um, so in my father's house, in, you know, think of the father, uh, as God and God and man are one. And so I in my house and the house simply means your mind you know you really live in your mind um in my father's house are many mansions and those mansions are states of consciousness in my mind there are infinite states of consciousness and i can occupy any of them at any given time they are my states there, nobody else can enter my states of consciousness. 
Only I can do that. Um, it, and it's just, it's just beautiful, dude. It's so beautiful. Once you really start understanding it, you start to really see how true the Bible is. Uh, and, and not just the Bible either. You know, all religious texts, they are speaking of this exact same principle. Uh, you know, they may word it differently or have different characters to represent the different states of consciousness, but it's all the same thing. It's all talking about how the mind creates reality. Imagination creates reality. Imagination is reality. Um, you know, just look at anything that's going on right now. Um, you know, if I if you're listening to this and you're you're understanding it, you know, my words aren't really, you know, they're, they're not really doing anything. Uh, think of it as if you're listening to this, your feeling of understanding or misunderstanding is being expressed in these words that you're hearing. You know, everything you see, it's your feeling of being Expressed, made visible to you. You are seeing the state that you are in right now. Uh, like right now, I'm in a state of consciousness where I'm in my van. I'm doing a podcast. I'm sitting here uh, at my aunt's house. I believe myself to be here in my imagination. Therefore, I'm here. Um. You know, it's really that simple. It's really that simple. Uh, and so, you know, a change a change in your world has to come from a change in consciousness. A change of, I'd say, your identity or your character that you're playing. Uh, because, you know, the... Like, to me, I know the the Dylan character is just that it's a character it's a state of consciousness um you know there really is no dylan there's only i am i am in the state of consciousness of being dylan uh you know the the and the thing is when i am no longer conscious of being dylan i will still be because i am precedes all conditions of being um i really hope i'm making sense uh it's just i'm understanding this stuff and i i feel that i can express it more clearly now uh but sometimes it's just it's it's still hard to put into words because you know when you're talking about uh god you know that's it it's you're talking about infinity you're talking about all that is you're talking about the concept that or not even the thing that is above all concepts the creator of concepts uh and so any any way that you try to conceptualize this uh these things or this i am 
you know, any concept you can make to to express it, I guess, um, is kind of almost a failed attempt because, you know, the creator is always greater than its creation. And so, you know, any concept you can make about the creator of all concepts, you know, it, there's an even greater concept and an even greater concept, you know, and it, it, it's weird, it's weird, dude, uh, but, you know, once you, once you start to understand it, it, it truly does make sense, and I feel so much more sane, and stable, and strong, and happy, and peaceful, you know, I, uh, to me, these teachings cannot be wrong if I've reaped this many you know, benefits from it. Uh, you know, I was skeptical at one point, but I decided to, ah, what do I got to lose? You know, people might call me crazy or who cares? If I find proof of this claim, then what does it matter? What does it matter one lick what anybody says if they're not experiencing what I am? You know, they're not experiencing what I'm experiencing. Only I do. And so, you know, how can how can somebody else tell me that I'm crazy or that I'm wrong? Uh, because, again, I'm the one having the experience and anybody can, uh, you know, in fact, we are right now. Everything in your life is a manifestation of consciousness. It's your consciousness objectified uh, and, and made solidly real in this world of form uh you know think of it as you are the formless giving form to this body uh because you know just think of it as soon as you leave this body the form starts to disappear uh because you are what gives form you are what gives form to the formless uh, simply by conceiving of yourself to be something now. Uh, when you say I am, you are declaring yourself to be something right now. Uh, when you become aware of being something, you are that right now in expression. Uh, and, and, you know, it may be, you might say, how could it be? But you know, if you persist in these assumptions that you make of yourself or of the world that you, you live in or of the people around you, you know, if you persist in these assumptions, you'll find evidence of your claims. You know, what do you think the confirmation bias is, the placebo effect, Schrodinger's cat, the observer effect? You know, all of these things are, you know, this same exact truth expressed differently. Uh, you know, in fact, this is the only truth that's expressed in this world, that God is. I am. That's it. Um, I am dot, dot, dot. Anything. You can put anything after I am. Um, you know, don't be afraid to make grand claims about yourself. You know, it may feel unnatural. And people may disapprove of it, too. But what I've realized is that, you know, secrecy, you know, keep it to yourself. You know, you don't got to go around telling people. I've been 
I've been changing my state of mind. You know, you don't got to do that. They will see that change and they will have to conform to that change. Um, you know, the world has to see you how you see yourself. Um, and so, you know, when you when you begin to create an assumption uh, or a new belief about yourself or the world, uh, you know, people may, if you speak about it, they may disbelieve it. They may not believe what you're saying. Uh, they may call you crazy or whatever. But what I found is that they're only mirroring back to you your your disbelief. Your, you know, they're only echoing back your current beliefs. Um, you know, just think of the world as kind of a, an echo or a response to you. Uh, anyway, I got to get this episode cut off, but I really hope this one made sense. I know it's probably a little confusing um, and a little far out, I guess. Uh, but definitely I'm, I'm understanding this stuff way, way more. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep you guys updated and, you know, keep expressing this truth, uh, because, you know, this is a truth that I'm, I'm going to speak of until the day that I take off this body. Um, and then some, but anyway, I hope you guys have a good time. Uh, and, you know, manifest some shit, dude, manifest some good shit, uh, I really wanna, if you have success stories with manifestation, you can reach me at, uh, my Reddit page, r slash conscious creation club, uh, Facebook, Dylan Denio, Instagram, Dylan Denio, uh, Snapchat, I think it's, uh, Dilly D6423, I got TikTok, uh, Silly Dilly 64 um, any of those things, you can reach out to me and either ask some questions, make a, a, a suggestion for a topic on a podcast, or you can share with me your success stories, uh, or just, you know, your dreams or your, you know, deja vu experiences or any, anything of that nature. Uh, I'm, I'm always open and, and curious. I'm curious to see uh, what, what you, you guys experience on the daily as well. Um, but anyway, until next time, I hope you have a good time and peace.